From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we are the Forum for the Fans. The Bleed Blue Show. Nickelback Avenue. Fan Forum. Post game versus the Grizzlies. Uh, I ain't going to shortchange you. I'm going I'm to be honest, man. I am extremely tired, man. I'll, to be to be quite honest and to be quite transparent, I, I wish I was asleep right now. Uh, this game was on a little bit later than I expected. This game was a long game. Um, I didn't even expect the Knicks to win, to be quite honest with you. Um, when I saw the Knicks were playing the Grizzlies this week when we did our schedule and set up our shows and shit. I already knew we were not going to win because based on the way we play and versus the the projection of Memphis Grizzlies, so you got to watch the NBA. You you see who's playing well at different periods of times, and the Knicks are just definitely not ready for the, the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, see, the problem I have with tonight's game is the fact that we got scoring out of Evan Fournier tonight. My problem is they didn't go to him enough. And I felt that, or I thought that the Knicks are it, – it, I don't know – Maybe somebody could tell me if the Knicks are probably the worst team when it comes to lose basketballs, and then the teams that recover to lose basketballs, they make dagger threes. It, it seemed like that was the on. It's like that all. It seemed like that all season, but tonight it was really, 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 really on display. It seemed like every time the Knicks got close, they lose the ball. Somebody on Memphis made a killer three to make make the league go from six to nine, nine to twelve. You know you had a good possession defensively, and you stop them, and then you give up the big, big dagger shots, man. And I thought this is the turning point in this game, and we're bringing them on because, like I said, I don't feel like even being on. I'm tired of shit, but I am dedicated to this platform to do a whole hour for all of our shows, not just the hoops or the football or the hockey. Everybody gets an hour, so let's sign off. And I know I'm on a long run, so I'll, let me hurry up so we can get people on. The turning point, I thought, in the game when the Knicks were down five and they were making the run and making the momentum, and this, you know, it was a bad luck, another bad luck play, where Noel and um, Top and Top, they, they tipped it in, and they, it seemed like he never could recover from that point in the game. I thought they could have secured a defensive rebound, maybe cut the lead to three, possibly two. But the Memphis Grizzlies come back and uh, extend the lead, and they dragged it out. And it's quite apparent, like, we don't have no point guard, and this is why all the loose turnovers with Randall and all that. The, the decision-making, without getting the right people the right basketball, or get, get the right people the basketball, it's like Evan Fournier tonight, you guys. As much as we killed him, he, he's been playing all right. He's been shooting okay. Over the last couple of games, he's had the hot hand. You got to give him the ball. And the Knicks just, they just, you know, they they don't recover from deficits early in the first half. Well, because of the stars are not putting up the production early on, and the bench kind of helps mold it, comes back. But you know, we we already know the issue. So last week we talked about uh, trade proposals. Now, if anybody got trade proposals tonight, you can bring them to this platform. Let's talk about it. Uh, I got, we got, uh, I think Dom and I think we got Shelly with us. So let's talk about this, man. Dom, say hello to the people real quick. How you doing, man? I am tired, man. <laughs> Good evening, Stephen. Good evening, Shelly. All right. Shelly, is this you? What's up, Shelly? Hey, guys. Hey, Shelly. Okay. How you doing? <laughs> Welcome I'm back. Good. Dom, I said enough. Do you have your trade proposal? Uh, do you think you you see Nick's trade based off our contract situation? Or do you, where do you want to go with that? Or do you want to just talk about tonight's game? The Kings game, it is what it is. I expected to beat them, but I didn't think we were going to beat the Grizzlies, and it came to a, to a fruition. What's your thoughts, bro? Well, first of all, now you know why the Memphis Grizzlies would be the number one seed in the East. We, we hopped on our bench. Play the bench, give the bench more minutes. They smoked our bench. In, in the first half, they had us like the Knicks bench was one for 13. Their bench was 11 for 19, 27 points, five assists. You know, their their bench just crushed us. I mean, quickly hit the big shots at the end when he went on that two two shot streak. 
but he was old for the first half. You know, their their bench. I don't know who's watching the Grizzlies guys, but I'll tell you what, I'm not gonna say they're a contender, but they ain't no joke. I'll tell you that. I thought the Knicks was gonna win when they made that run and they made the run with their starting mm-hmm. fives in there. Their starting five finally showed up and the bench didn't. This is that yin and the yang, you know, when you want to pick sides, like a lot, of, a lot of Nick fans on social media now, you know, the bench is this, the bench is that. Well, you was playing against a hell of a bench tonight. They're just the best, mm-hmm. man. You know, but as far as the trade deadline, Steve, I said this last time, depending on where we're at, at the trade deadline, is it even worth it? You know, unless you're just trying to dump salaries, I, I don't even think it would be worth pulling the trigger. Not not now. I mean, again, we got, what, I think three or four tough games before the All-Star break, and we might not win one of them. So what, what do you do? We'll be, I think we're four games under 500 now. Yeah. So where will we be in four more games or three more games? Six, seven, eight games under five hundred. Do you do you really want to go all in? I don't know. I, I I would say not. But again, if you want to dump salaries, maybe get a second round pick, and then we're back to the drawing board again. You know, that's this is a that's the disheartening thing to me with what's going on this year. It seems like we're going right back to where we were. Now what are we going to do? We're going to start depending on draft picks and. That hasn't worked for us over the last umpteen years. Yeah, we might have gotten good picks in our eyes, but it hasn't transformed our team. So, you know, I I don't know where to go with this one, Steve. All I know is Memphis is a damn good team. Let, let's not sleep on them. Knicks held their own for quite some time in this game. Had me hyped. I thought they were going to win, and they just couldn't. They just couldn't stop them. And you're right, Steve. It seemed like every loose ball the Knicks lose, every loose ball, Memphis picked up their loose ball and hit a three. Mm -hmm. I was like, when is this going to stop? I mean, in some ways, you can't even blame the defense because the ball is jumping around. The ball is loose. People are going for the ball. Memphis picks it up, throws it to a wide-open guy. So, yeah, they, they got the luck of the draw tonight with the loose balls. But, again, they're just a far better team. And you know what, guys? I mean, uh, Steve and Shell, people waited a long time for this Jackson kid to come around. And I'll be damned, man. He's he's showing up. You know, he's showing up. And and remember, they're still missing uh, Brooks. You know, who would have thought Bain would be this good in his second year? I did. And then, I yeah, did. see? People at people at watch. I wanted to drop him. This guy, right? This guy, yep. This guy had potential, and now he fills in. He comes in and he does what he does. And why don't we ever get that lucky? That all the guys we have all this hype for, well, they come in. Look at look at Bain. Look at Miles Bridges. You know these guys have these guys have extended. You know, they progressed, and nobody, I don't think, has progressed quicker than Miles Bridges over the last year and a half. But that being said, you know, we, we can't put the genie back in the bottle, but they're just a good team, man. They're the third seed in the West. They be the number one seed in the East. Think about that for a minute. I mean, oof. But anyway, let's let's hear Shelly. I don't want to get winded because I'll just get madder. Yeah, let's go to Shelly, get her thoughts on tonight's game. Um, if you want to go backwards, uh, the win on Monday versus the Kings. Do uh, you have any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I'd see. I mean, uh, who, how can you be mad at, you know, also the game on, you know, versus Milwaukee? I mean, we're, we, I mean, honestly, I, would, I didn't think we were going to win that game or the Miami game we were on last week. Uh, Shelly, what's your thoughts tonight's game even before? What, what is your – you know, the overall perspective, right? I agree with what he said. Like, even, you know, what was it, late in the fourth quarter where, you know, Mm -hmm. they tipped the ball like three, four times in a row, and then what happens? Um, Zaire Williams gets it in the corner and wide open, too. 
you know, and that, that whole sequence there, it's like they just can't win. They can't win for losing. You know, it's tip, 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 and it ends up to, you know, a wide open long two. They're lucky it wasn't a three. But still, you know, even in the fourth quarter, I think they got it down to six at one point. You know, there was like a, a stretch there where Fournier was like, you know, I think he scored like eight points, and it seemed like the Knicks had the momentum. And then what happened, I think it was Jaron Jackson hit the big three, and there goes the, their momentum right out the window. And then they come down the other end, miss, he gets the rebound. So it's like uh, every time they started to make a run, somebody, like you said, just shot a dagger, like right through the heart. But one thing I will say, Mitchell Robinson, in those last, you know, three, four minutes in the fourth quarter, he was playing some nice defense. He was looking pretty good out there. He even had a nice, you know, um, putback. So I, I give him his props. He was looking pretty good. And I think he ended up with, like, um, I think he got a double-double tonight. But it's, I don't know, it's like a tale of two teams. Like, I know there's a big difference between the Sacramento kids and Memphis. I get that. But when they play Sacramento, they look like a team. I mean, they were playing and moving the ball around. Tonight there were times where they were all just standing around, you know, like the ball just didn't move. And but you know why, though, right? Just, yeah, ain't got no point guard. Ain't got nobody driving them. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, I know, but it's it like is. somebody takes, like, I know, and I understand why, but it's frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't wait for, for um, Derrick Rose to come back. I swear, I can't wait for him to come back. I almost want, you know, I don't even want to see him come off the bench, start that fool when he comes back. You know, okay, I, let's go I, to Ab. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you were, you know, you paused and I thought you were done. And if you, no, continue. Finish. Oh, you, I, you, no, I think like Rose, you know, I think he's coming back around the break, the all-star break. If he comes back, I don't, I know he was coming off the bench and I know he was doing a great job. But that starting unit, it just got to be shaken up. Something got to happen with that. So I, I almost want to see him start and see what happens. Okay. You know, I, I don't have no words. I'm done. I'm done for now. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we go back around, I got questions for all you guys. You and uh, Dominic. Uh, let's bring on Av. I have no idea how this guy feels right Well, I do kind of. Nickelback Av, I'm not even going to try to – Boost you up. Just do what you do, bro, man. I, I, I'm gonna just shut the fuck up, man, because I, I don't have no idea where you're gonna go with it. Just this is, all these years, man. You know, so it depends how moody you are today. I don't know. Um, this is not this is not like one of my better moods. Um, but I'm gonna keep it tame because you know I'm still recuperating from surgery. So, so let's just. I ain't trying. I ain't trying to pop the seams right now, so I'm gonna be. So I, I, I'm gonna be cool for a second. Um, the difference between you know the, the Kings and uh, you know how the Knicks looked on, on, on last the other game against Sacramento and, and of course today uh, against Memphis is obviously look at the opposition, look at the amount of talent. Obviously, you you compare a team like the Knicks. You know, you, you know they are what they are, but they're at least you know they're you know they're a notch above the Kings. Now you're playing a team against like like like, like Memphis, who you know you look at their record, look at their division, look at the talent they have on the, on their um, on the roster. You're not gonna you know you know you're not gonna match up well, especially with the Knicks' inability to create their own shot in, um, to protect the basketball, limit the amount of turnovers. And more importantly, limit the points off the turnovers. They uh, they had 17, 17 turnovers and fifteen points. I, I mean, that's you know that, that's essentially telling you that the team is making you pay every time you don't protect the rock. So what do you do? Protect the damn rock. Just the simple fundamentals of basketball are being completely ignored. Obviously, we don't have a point guard. Um. It's not one of Walker's teams, so this is not what. So it wasn't a day for him to show out. Um, 
Randall was too busy, you know, you, you know, jibber jabbering, you, you know, with the opposition and the refs. Fournier played okay. RJ not so much. Um, and and the bench is still pretty much, you know, mild, mild and moderate, mild to moderate, I'll, I'll say, without Rose being back. You know, there is that thing called the trading deadline still coming up, and you know, there's a lot of rumors. I don't believe half of them, or at least like 80% of them. Um, Steve doesn't believe any of them. I know that for sure. Um, I just don't pay no mind. But I do, I do, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. I do say, like I said last week, I don't think you were wrong with this. I did say to the guys, if you had trades, put them out there tonight. Like, what you got? I want to hear that tonight, though. So if you got something to have for you, you know, I, whatever you came with, I, 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 you know what? I, I, I'm, I, I've been staying, like, you know, while I was sitting in that hospital, and 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 I popped on the Twitter just to see what kind of new, um, new wild out and wild ideas that you know that are being presented. And, and at this point, it's like, you know, for once, somebody told me, you know, actually responded to me directly and said something that that really hit home to me. It's like, well, if let's be realistic, we're not really competing for a championship. Why should we make a move? And my response to them is sim- it's just to build and continuing the momentum. We can't take, as Dom always says on this, view, on this platform, you can't take one step forward to take five steps back. We actually have to make some level of progression. Now, the Knicks are in that, in that, in that doldrum where they're, you know, if this keeps on getting away from them, not only are they going to miss the play in the playoffs, they're going to end up, you know, not being in, you know, not being in a very good position to at least better their chances in the lottery. Which I don't even know if there's anybody in, you know, in the lottery that you know that I'm like looking at. Like, Ooh, I wish we get him. No, I'm not. I'm not looking at anybody in college right now. But there are moves to be made. And, you know, Nick fans, I've been saying this for a few years now. I know everybody's attached to these guys. Everybody's attached to Obi. Everybody's attached to Quickly. Everybody's attached to, you know, uh, you know to, say, to say so-and-so and this person and that person. But, 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 and you don't want to give up draft picks. But if you want to take at least a step towards, the, you know, a, a, you know, towards progression, if not for this year, at least for next year, you know, a trade has to be made, and 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 I really feel like the the, the best time to do it is now, especially with all the you know all these you know so, so-called players that are in these bubbles that need to be moved or or else. I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm keep I'm still keeping an eye on that Simmons trade to see if it ever happens. I'm still keeping an eye on whether Harden moves. Or whether Wall moves, or whether this, this, you know, I'm keeping an eye on these guys, and I'm not saying let's go after them. I'm saying get in on the trade, and see what other things you can pull from that. Whether we get a new assortment of freaking draft picks, or just a bunch of young players that are just going to finish up the year and then be gone by the end, that would be okay. But they have to do something. And before, and I, 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 what's the word that I really wanted to say? It was, an, again, quoting Dom, is that the book is going to be eventually fully written on Julius Randle, and we're going to be stuck with him. So either are we building around him, or are we not? Preferably, I hope that we don't. And maybe him use him as a, as a as a like a a complimentary, but I'm very thoroughly convinced Julius Randle is not our answer. Not this year. Not next year. Not anytime soon. Not saying that he that he's not a good player, and I like the guy. I really you know I really love what he's done. The reality is, is he the guy the guy that's going to freaking propel you into the next level? Is there anything that, you know, because he's improved every year he's, you know, he's played except this one. Just saying. 
my question back to you before we go back to me. Let me ask you, and then we go back to Don and Shell because I got questions for them. So are you saying you want to do a trade to set us up for next season? At this point, you might as well. Um, if not, you know, if it can benefit you this season, by all means. But if it, but if it can't, at least set yourself up for next season. Because this is like, what, what this is another go-around for Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau. And before, you know, we start, ha- we start hearing the, you know, the lynch mob, you know, wanting to freaking, you know, wanting to, you know, to, to storm into Madison Square Garden and, and protest and, and boycott this and boycott that because, you know, they're not too far behind. You got a lot of angry and grumpy people that, you know, that are looking at this team and wondering where was the spark that we, we all loved last season? Where is it? It's gone again. And it doesn't well, feel that it, it, it doesn't feel good without it. I I have kind of I think I know why. Well, I think we all do, but uh, I, I don't want to be long because I really want to hear from Dominic and Shelly and yourself, Ab, because this is your guy's time and guys uh, sign off. I just don't see me personally. I just don't see, and I think I agree with Dom on this as far as trade. I don't see the upside of trading today just to get ready for next season when you could always do something in the offseason with trades or and or free agency that's that's my only gripe because the next question i would have for both all three of you av shelly and don what is the Knicks ceiling the Knicks ceiling to me is playing i don't see there's no way from what i've seen out of these other teams in the east because i watch all the other games i'm thoroughly convinced we are not top six like we were last year i think um uh, I, I, we kind of already had this conversation, but, you know, the team Cleveland play a little bit more this season than I expected to, and then Milwaukee's Milwaukee, but the Miami thing really took off, and the Chicago thing took off as well. Um, I don't I don't even think it's a good move or is it wise to make a trade to try to say we're going to make a run for it this season or we even say something for next year because – we're just not better than these other teams. And it's just the way we're constructed because of the point guard situation mainly. And we all identified that week in and week out. So that's my question for all you guys is uh, the, uh, the ceiling for the Knicks this year. What is the ceiling? But also if you do want to have a trade, what other players you have in mind? Um, you know, Shelly brought up Derrick Rose as far as later this month. Um, that is a big question mark. That's almost as much as a question mark when we got him in the trade last year from Detroit. And it, that's to me, the, been the domino effect of all this this mess, this win lose win lose losing streak. That that losing streak we had MLK week, I think, really hurt us, and it it, it really showed tonight because you saw John Morant, the explosion, just getting by whoever is defending him. The ease of the points for Memphis is what really won them the game, I believe, including the loose ball, wide open threes, but. The Knicks, it seemed like every offensive possession, or most of them, are just struggle, struggle shots, struggle possessions because the lack of the point guard. The thing like, when Derrick Rose gets back, I I don't know if I can assume he's going to be up, he's going to be the same Derrick Rose, but we kind of said a lot of us said that last year when we got him in the trade from Detroit. So that's the question. Like, if, if he comes back. And how much stock are you putting in the rose? And how much is the ceiling for the Knicks? Don, look, what is it? What is the ceiling for the Knicks? Assuming the rose and whatever moves the Knicks make, and then we go to Shelly get her thoughts. And also, Don, my other question: the, the Cam Reddish trade. Uh, if we don't have any plans for him, what was the point of the trade with Cam Reddish? I mean, if, I, I want to get your thoughts on that as well. And then Shelly, then of course, Ab on that. Well, let, let's let's start with the Cam Reddish trade. To me, that was. It was strange because we have a long jam at that position. Now we're just saying who should get more minutes. It's kind of hard, again, when we pick and choose, you know, Fournier, Grimes, Barrett, Burks. uh, Who's sitting? Reddish. Who who are you going to sit? It's the old question. You know, if you're going to take Steve out the game, who's coming in for Steve? Who's better than Steve? It's it's that to me, guys. I I like the trade because we really didn't give nothing up. We gave up Charlotte's mm-hmm. pick. 
Charlotte's playing pretty good, so that excuse me, that pick ain't going to be that great. But the ceiling, Steve, right now, excuse me, I don't even know if it's a plan. You know, I'm going to start shutting up because in our preseason talk, you asked the question, who made the best moves in the offseason? My dumb ass said the Bulls. <laughs> Duh. Now, remember, I said the Bulls. And look at them. And, and you know what? For them to be holding their heads above water the way they are now with all their injuries, still a game up in first place, you you got to give them credit. Cleveland, I think we said midway through this, Cleveland wasn't a joke. They was going to make you play their game. They're not going to play your game. We're going to throw three big guys out there, and you match up with us. So right now at the, what are we, the 11th seed, it, it's it's hard because we got a leapfrog teams got to starting to get hot. Boston wasn't doing nothing five minutes ago. Atlanta wasn't doing nothing five minutes ago. I think they won nine in a row. We we dug a hole. I'll say what you said last year, Steve. Except we didn't see it. We didn't say it early enough this year. The Knicks. Then when you said the Knicks got to stack some wins before they go on this trip. That was last year. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we needed to stack some wins before we went on this trip. And so far, we haven't. I mean, if you want to take stock in that game against Sacramento, God bless you. I ain't going to knock your hustle. But that was a gimme. Let's be honest. And the Aaron Fox wasn't playing. So, okay, if you want to take stock in that, we needed that win because we'd be even further behind right now going on this road trip. Because there's a possibility, guys, we don't win another game before the trade deadline. Which takes me back to what I keep saying. What are you going to do? Again, if, if you're just into dumping salaries, then you're saying, oops, I made a mistake. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. We, we need that. We need somebody to say, oops, I messed up. Let's get rid of this. I still don't believe that Julius Randle is the whole problem. I always say this, guys. This is a collective effort. You know, these, these guys shot 43% from three. The Knicks shot, I forgot what the Knicks shot from three, but they kept jacking them up. They didn't shoot very well from three. They don't move the ball. It seems like when somebody gets the ball, it's either for a shot or they're driving to the hoop recklessly. Barrett and, and RJ, Barrett and Randle do the same thing. They drive to the basket, sometimes recklessly, which results in a turnover, if not a bucket, and we have no ball movement. None. They, they smoked us in assists. Every time there was an open man, they found an open man. And this has mm-hmm. been going on all year. Between the Knicks offense and the Knicks defense, we should thank our lucky stars we're only this many games under 500 because we're at the bottom of the barrel in both. There's only one team scoring less points than us in the Eastern Conference. That's the Orlando Magic, and they beat us twice, if I'm not mistaken. So we we went. I, I, I haven't seen this guy. Maybe maybe we got a little hyped a little too fast last year, but I guess because we're Nick fans and we're thirsty and we was looking for that respectability again, I just find it hard, guys, to believe we did a damn 360 in under 12 months. I, I can't wrap my head around that. I mean, I know some of the trades and some of but, the signings were a little weird, but I'm sorry, Steve. Go but, ahead. But, but, but we, before we go to show, can I ask you this? But wasn't this the same exact pace the Knicks were on last year before we got Derrick Rose? Weren't we like this up and down, herky-jerky, 500, a little bit under 500 team? I don't, I don't think we were this bad, Steve. I don't think we were this bad before we went on that eight-game winning streak. Plus, when we went on that eight-game winning streak, some of them some of them wins were doable. Now, when you just look at the next three, four games, if you could tell me that we're going to win one of those games, I would say we might get lucky and, and win one of them. You know, if, if LeBron and Anthony Davis don't play, we might beat the Lakers. You know, Utah, hmm. Mitchell, maybe, but they're still, even without Mitchell, they're still winning. Denver, are we going to beat Denver? 
You know, is is Joker gonna be hurt? I'm just looking, you know, before that before that trade deadline, we could possibly be six or seven games under five hundred. We was just the opposite last year, Steve. When we went on this swing, there was a time when we was twenty one and twenty one that we were where we were at last year. That's when we made the turn for the better. When we were twenty one and twenty one this year, really didn't gain no traction. We actually went backwards. And you, you got to sit back and say, just like, again, not to beat a dead horse, why did we get Cam Reddish? What, was your idea to maybe get rid of 48? I don't know. But it seems like now he's coming around. You know, there was a time 48 could only score against teams that wore green, the Celtics, the Bucks. But he's been coming around. But it seems like nobody else is catching up with him. As much as we talk about Julius Randle, still leading the team in scoring, you know, is he in a slump or is he what he is from here on? I don't know, guys. I'm not going to predict that. All I know is this guy has progressed every year in his NBA career. It was last year his ceiling? Was that it? We'll never see that again. I don't know. I, I know he's not your typical number one. We we definitely need a guy like, I ain't going to say Kevin Durant. You give Kevin Durant the ball, he's going to get you a bucket. But we, we need something else. But the first thing we need, guys, and we beat this horse to death for seven years, is a point guard. Again, look at what Randall did when he had Drew Holiday. Look at what he did last year with a, with a guy that we called the bump. In the layup, but he knew how to find the open man. He knew how to play defense. So we, again, we went from this to that in under 12 months. It's it's hard for me to swallow this one, guys, because I don't see like I did last year when I said the Knicks are going to win eight in a row. I, I don't see that happening, guys. And guess what? We ain't got that many games left. Is You know, the all-star game isn't midway through the season. We're damn near three quarters of the way through the season by the time the All-Star game is over. So I don't I don't see us, one, making a blockbuster trade that's going to take us from the 11th seed to the 6th seed. I don't even, at the, I, like I said, at the rate we're going now, the way the Hawks are playing and the way the Celtics are playing, and Toronto, I don't see us leapfrogging none of them guys right now. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer, but these teams have been keeping pace. And, again, like I said, there was only a minute ago, guys, we had a better record than Charlotte, Toronto, and Boston, and Atlanta. All of them have leapfrogged us. So now we're the ones going backwards. We actually passed one team, but the Wizards just came back to earth. Let's be realistic. Nobody had them in the top ten. They had a good start, but they're back to being the Wizards. But if you could tell me right now, Atlanta, Boston, Toronto, Charlotte, who are we better than? Not even counting the first six seeds, just just the bottom four to play in. What which one of those teams are we better than right now? I'll I'll leave that up to y'all. I mean, I don't think we're better than none of them, but I'll let y'all answer that. All right, cool. Let's go to uh, Shelly, get her thoughts on um, anything else as far as uh, what's the Knicks ceiling? What are your thoughts on the Cam Reddish trade? If you have any moves in, you feel free. You think we're going to make the play-in? What's your thoughts? Right now, I think um, if we make the play-in, what good is that? I mean, I don't see us getting anywhere. I don't, you know, last year I, I was disappointed we, you know, didn't make it through the first round. And I thought we had a much better season, much better, you know, team energy. This year, even if we make the play-in and we make it into the eighth seed, where are we going? Mm-hmm. You know, unless a miracle happens, we ain't going nowhere. We're just going to, you know, get a higher draft pick. For what? You know, I'd rather not make it and get, a, you know, and, and get a better draft position. Because right now, we suck. And the Knicks are my team, but we really suck right now. And I don't know what, you know, the next few games, who are we playing? The Lakers, the Jazz, Golden State, Denver. I, I don't see us winning any of those games the way they play right now. 
I don't see it. And then, you know, you talk about trade. Uh, who can help us? And then I was thinking, you know, if, if by some miracle and we got Ben Simmons, could he help us? You know, maybe we give him Julius. We take Ben. I don't know. I don't see it right now. I don't. I don't see any hope. Like you know, I was thinking even. Okay, what if we send Julius back to L.A. and we grab Russell? Uh, he plays with a lot of energy, but he's been he's pretty reckless. So I don't <laughs> see him helping us either. He is. I mean, he's always full of energy, and you know, when he's good, he's good. But when he's bad, he's really bad, and he can be so reckless that I, I don't know if he can help us. You know, so the ceiling for us right now, if we're lucky, we'll make the playing game. You know, I, I don't I, I don't see us going past that. I don't see us, you know, and even the team itself, like they don't even play with the same kind of energy like that started the season. You know, they, they kind of just look dead out there. And I know they don't have a floor general. I know I get it. But they don't have the energy either. You know, they, they make a little run, and then it looks like they're up. The other team, whoever they play, will hit a big three or hit a big shot, and then they go right back down. You know, we start – it's like we seem to start every game down by double digits, you know, mm-hmm. and that – and it's not and, – and it doesn't matter who we play. You know, we can play a bum <laughs> team. We can play a good team. It doesn't matter who we play. It's like we get ourselves down double digits, and it's like, oh, yeah, we're in a game. You know, the bum teams, we can maybe come back. The good teams are not. And we got to stop starting games like that. That's why I keep thinking, like, can we do something with the starters? Like, somebody got to score. You know, I, I see, like, a couple of games, like, um, I, get, I think it was Sacramento in the first quarter. All the points came from one person. Wasn't it Fournier? He scored, like, 16 points that quarter. And then you didn't hear from him for the rest of the game. I think he ended the game with like eighteen or twenty points. I don't I don't know what, what the answer is, but I know like Derrick Rose coming back can't hurt us. I mean, even on his worst day, he's better than some of them guys just standing around looking. You know, at least he does come off with some energy and he does make right decisions. Right now everybody kinda looks lost. You know, and then I was thinking even like Kemba Walker, you know, send his behind, send his behind out of here. Like, you know, I know Tim Hardaway Jr. is done for the season. He got a broken foot. But, hell, I'd switch the two of them. At least he got a chance of coming back playing next year. Kemba with his knees, I, I like Kemba. I like him, but he's not, you know, he has one brilliant game, and then he's done for, you know, a couple of, a couple of games. <laughs> He, I mean, look at He scores 30, 40 points, and then he's gone for three games. I mean, even if he's on the floor, he's gone. He's no yeah. good. You know, he's only good, like, every third game. He, I mean, you know, and I like him. I'm, I like him, but he's not, you know, like I said, we play him every third game. He'll give us something. Right now, I don't see us, you know, I don't see us leapfrogging these teams. Like you said, these teams are hot. We we are going in. I think last year, around this time, we had a similar record, but we were going in the right direction. Now, you know, we're just going back and back and back and back. And I don't know who to blame. Do you blame the coach? Do you blame the players? You know, I don't know. I, I want to blame them both. I think the coach, you know, you need to look at your starters. Like every game we're starting down double digits. You need to look at somebody needs to sit just to shake them up a little bit. And right now, you know, I don't want. I wouldn't want his job. I wouldn't want it because I would be banging my head against the wall and probably choking out one of these players. <laughs> Not a free will in a fucking delusional situation, huh? <laughs> it is. It's so frustrating to watch them because you see these guys. You know, you watch them play last year, and then you wonder what happened in the off season. Like, what happened to them? You know, Julius is not the same Julius he was last year. Granted, he doesn't have the same people around him. I get it. He needs to, you know, he's taking the role like I think now he thinks he's a a point forward or something. I don't know what he's thinking. But he's not a point guard. He's not helping them. And he gets reckless. He makes bad decisions, Mm -hmm. and he gets reckless at times. 
R.J. Barrett, he's another one. When he's good, he's brilliant. He's either, like, to me, he doesn't have a middle ground. He's either good or he stinks, you know. And and a lot of times I like that he attacks the basket, but sometimes he reminds me of a, 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 you know, runaway freight train. He's just out of control, and he's heading to the basket, and and they're trying to get these foul calls, and they're not getting them. So, like, just going for a normal layup with all this, you know, like, to me is misplaced energy. Like you're coming in like a like I said a freight train and it doesn't make any sense. And Julius Randle does the same thing. And I just wish you know he would get in his head that he's not the point guard. And I wish they would get somebody out there that is a point guard. You know they seem to be having an experiment, and they keep changing who's ever running the floor, but it's not working. That's why I can't like I don't care how bad Derrick Rose is. He's still better than these guys think he will be better. He could come limping yeah. on the court and he'll make a damn good decision. You know, even if he stands, at least he gets the ball moving. These guys, there's no movement at times, and they just look dead. So, you know, I hope, I hope we make at least the playing game. I hope we make the playoffs. I want them to. I want to cheer for them. But right now, they're not giving me anything to cheer from because I'm looking at the next few games they're playing, and I don't see a win in any of them. Not with them playing like this. I don't see them winning any games. Like the next three or four games, I think four games they have on the road here, I don't see them winning none of them. I don't care even if the superstars aren't playing. I just don't see them winning. Maybe they'll get lucky, but I don't think they'll get lucky with Golden State. I don't think they'll get lucky, you know, with with the Jazz, Denver, Lakers. I don't see it. Mm. Yeah, that's a brutal schedule, man. Um, Av, go ahead and fire away, and then after that, we'll go around for final thoughts. But I got to say this, Av, because I said this in the KGIR group, man. They need to interview Dominic, Shelley, and yourself at halftime. I am tired of the Nick assistant coaches being ha- uh, interviewed by these MSG reporters, and they're giving these still boring-ass answers, these robotic <laughs> um, waste of time. It's a waste of time, man. They need to have real fans like Dom and Shelly and Av. You know, and maybe there will be a day. I don't. I think we kind of brought this up a couple of years ago. F. There may be a day they may go this route, and I would love to be on Earth to see this shit where fans is just let loose at halftime. But then, then you know, the players will end up fighting the fans and shit. So, but I hate, I hate when they I hate when they interview the Nick assistant coaches. Did you do you watch that when you or did you go get a beer, or drink or something from the fridge or? Uh, during the halftime, because uh, I got to get Don's thoughts on that, too. That is that is annoying, man. Oh, I think we need to pass the ball. No shit. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Uh, I had to say that. I wanted to make sure I had said that, because it was on my mind all oh, second half after I saw that shit at halftime. Get the fuck out of here, man. You Go don't ahead. say Nostradamus of the hardwood. You think we need to pass more? Gee, where did you come up with this genius? We need to take quality shots. We need to take quality shots. We need to press up the defense just a little bit more and and, and make them a little uncomfortable and then take our shots when they're open. No, take them when you're closed, dumbass. What do you think? Um, (laughs) We need to hear that at halftime. That's the halftime show right there. It's just an interview at midcourt or at that fucking uh, Delta – that's, that walked this shit on the way to the locker room. Interview yeah. there, man. That's the halftime show. Woo, I'll be ready for that. Mm. Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, but the FCC won't let it, won't, won't allow me on that thing though. <laughs> Too many customers. I'll try. I'll be biting. I'll be biting. I'll be biting my tongue so many times, and and, and then, you know, right before the, 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 the you know, the, we black out into commercial. I'll, I'll let out like five, six expletives before, and then like we have to apologize for Nickelbacker ass comments again. Anyway. It would have to work. It, it would have. It, it, you see, it would only work if Dom's there, because Dom is the most professional, of, 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 of probably out of out of us all. And that's the way it would work. But anyways, um, oh, one more thing, Adam, before you go, because I, I always be, I should write this down. Dom, when we get back to you on your final thoughts, you have got to say something about Sheep SPN, uh, ESPN, uh, Sheep SPN, uh, Doris Burke. Oh my God! As a matter of fact, Dom, I'm surprised live in here tonight because. 
Oh, what was I going to say? Oh. They showed the promo oh. of the of Kobe Bryant highlights of killing the Knicks. This is the shit I'm talking about. Oh, it's yeah. Like it's laid up. Okay, Ab, you can speak on that, too, if you like. If you go to the ESPN bro- Sheep ESPN broadcast of, oh, this is Madison Square Garden when Kobe Bryant went for 62 points or whatever the fucking number was, and then Jordan killing us. Like, I, this is what they do. It's part of the stupid agenda to hate the Knicks. Go ahead, Ab. I'm sorry. I had I, I had to make sure we had to – y'all touch up on this. I should have wrote it down and told y'all. But go you ahead. know what? I, I I got a response to that. See, see, it's not even ESPN. It's whoever the program directors are at ESPN who have like this freaking huge hard on for shitting on the Knicks so much because I don't know maybe Dolan freaking parked in his spot one day or um or or, or 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 maybe he's a disgruntled employee now working at ESPN and he wants to get his revenge. I'm not sure, but that's something that happens a lot. And I get more irritated. It's like, of course, we're, we're doing highlights of Jordan, and it's at Madison Square Garden. We're showing, um, we're showing highlights of Pippen, and it's him dunking over Ewing. Yeah. Um, here's a... Here's a here's some highlights of Stephen Curry, and this is how he he didn't go to the Knicks. It's like what the hell? Um, that's crazy that they're actually they actually mentioned that you know still to this day. But um, to answer to, to, to respond to you know something that Dom said earlier, you know, so out of out of the teams out of the teams that he you know that he was mentioning, I think we're better than Atlanta. I think we're better than Boston. I honestly, I honestly believe that. Uh, the teams that he mentioned, I believe we are better than them. Are we going to necessarily leapfrog them? No. Our schedule is probably this. Last I checked, is the second worst of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's not going to. So, so, so that's not in our favor. Not to mention, you know, Rose isn't back yet, and. Thibodeau, for some reason, is having such a supposed hard time to get Julius Randle to play more selflessly, unselfish basketball, and which is which is really weird, considering that all the all they really did was just not keep Bullock and whatever the case may, and then you know gave him one hundred and seventeen million dollars. What was that? There was another question you, you you asked Steve. What was that? I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, they, they have these promos. I think you kind of touched on it with the program directors uh, killing the Knicks. Uh, yeah, because they, cause they all used to work with Dolan. Because mm-hmm. they, they all used to work for Dolan, and 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 they have a hard on of of making the Knicks look bad in any which in any possible situation or scenario. So that's what you know. So that's where that goes. Um, but you know, when I mentioned earlier about trading for next season, it wasn't necessarily mean that we're just trashing the season. And this is the reason why I feel that you can you do that more now than you do in the off season. Is that the main reason is that at the end of the season, you have contracts that do come off and no longer are controllable. Right now, you have all these contracts that you still have, and they're still indebted to you for the, for the least the remainder of the year. Well, come July 1, they're, no, they're technically no longer New York Knicks. They're free agents, guys like Alec Burks, guys like, you know, and, and, and so on and so forth. There's a lot of guys, so is Kemba Walker. So if you can start bundling those, you know, those guys up and – I don't know. Maybe work a deal trade. Who the hell knows? I'm not. You know, I think that's like the one deal that that that, that, that I've kind of regret that it never happened. Um, and honestly, I don't feel it, it, that it will. Besides, you know, besides obviously the the the, 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 the big trade, you know, for Lillard. But the Knicks, they need they need to they need to really address those. It's really two elephants in the room. It's the it's the lack of the point guard and two the lack of a leader, because you know they don't necessarily have to be this you know one and the same. But Julius Randle, for some reason, and I'm not shitting on him. I'm not putting all the blame on him. Obviously, I'm not going to. A lot of the blame does go to Thibodeau more than he more than goes to Randle. But but because I mean, it's simply put, 
if you know that about a player, why the fuck do you play him? If he's not playing to your you know, to, to what you want him to do, then why are you playing him? I understand that the guy is probably the most talented player on your team. But if he doesn't follow your system to your team and you just put him out there, it makes you look so completely ridiculous. And Thibodeau, for lack of a better word, over the, at least over the last – since the calendar year of 2022, hasn't he looked a little bit ridiculous, especially since during the, the, the MLK losing streak? It's bad. You know, one week we were all, we were all, you know, we were all happy because they won three or four, you know, three in a row, five out of the last six or something like that, and and we were and we were starting to, you know, get back, get, getting back our momentum, and all of a sudden that just dropped, and now, we, and now we've been playing this subpar 500 basketball. I just hope that someone in the freaking front office is paying attention to this, and is at least making phone calls and really getting, you know, kind of give us a sign that you're alive and that you're willing to make some, you're, you're trying to either salvage this season or work towards next one. You have to choose either shit or get off the pod. You can't be on both. This waiting around doing nothing is really starting to, is really giving me immense anxiety. And I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one. I mean, I, I, I guess I could I could throw that question to everybody else, to Dom, to, to, um, to you, Steve. Are you guys feeling that angst? Where, where you're kind of like, what the hell? What are we doing? Are we are we are we coming or going? All right, cool. Let's let's put that in the final thoughts. Uh, Nickabaka asked question on your final thoughts. Dominic, Shelley, and back to Av. Uh, and I'll say that on my final thoughts as well. I'll answer the question on my final thoughts. Go ahead, Don. Final thoughts, man. I mean, we got to kind of make light of it, uh, you know, have some fun, laughs, even during the bad basketball. Uh, you know, we we win games and then we lose a lot of games. So let, let me, we try to make fun of it. So, you know, make fun and lighthearted, you know. This, this is what it's all about, man. You want to see us win, but we can't, you know, can't kill ourselves over this shit. No. Dominic, final thoughts. As, as speak, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, I yeah. Maybe months ago before I hit a really low in my life, maybe I would have had some angst. But now I've learned that, you know, some things are serious, some things ain't. But on the ESPN thing, I understand what Ab is saying with the highlights. I think I've gotten to the point where I actually hate Jeff Van Gundy more than Doris Burke because Jeff Van Gundy, in my eye, is still a quitter. I don't care how you slice it. He's a quitter. He admitted it. He quit. He was burnt out on basketball. He didn't blame Dolan, but you were so burnt out that when the Rockets got Yao Ming and Tracy McGrady, you ran to Houston and couldn't get out the first round there. He's a quitter. So I don't listen to shit he says. I don't listen to nothing none of them say, actually, just like with the trade deadline. They tell you this every year. Oh, the earth is going to shatter. Steve is going to Golden State. Av is going to Philly. You wake up the next morning and nothing happened. So I, I don't buy into that. To Av's point about who we might be better than, scary thing, guys, is everybody above the Knicks scores more points. Only one team gives up more points. That's Charlotte. And not near one of them have a losing record at home. So think about that. Think about what Shelley said. If we get into a playing game, let's say we got into it, the season ended right now, we was number 10, we got to beat Charlotte two times. Charlotte only got to beat us one time. The game will be in Charlotte. What's the, what's, the, what's the likelihood of us beating them? Not very good. So that being said, guys, I, I hate to say it's time to look forward the one thing that is annoying me, because we talked about this a few years ago, when Phil Jackson played Where is Waldo, and you never got a word out of him. We ain't getting no words out of these guys either. Everybody wanted to hear from Phil Jackson. Why is he hiding? Why ain't he talking? When's the last time you heard Leon Rose or World Wide West talk? I don't know. I'll be honest, guys, I can't remember the last time they said a word. You know, are you gun-shy? Are you afraid somebody's going to say, why did you get Walker and Fournier when you had a good defensive team and 
You brought in two of the worst defensive players known to man. I don't know. I'm just saying we've never heard nothing from them, not one word. I understand you hold things close to the collar, close to the cuff, but at the end of the day, you're not working for Secret Service. You're not in special forces. National security is not at stake if you talk to the fans. Say something. You know, hey, uh, we're looking into, we're trying to go. It's like what you said, Steve. These morons come out of these halftime reports and get <laughs> the answers. You know, what I, you know what I'm thinking, Steve, and I'm not going to get winded because I don't want to laugh. I'm thinking when I hear them, didn't say that. tell me you didn't say that bullshit in the locker room. It, it's it's cool for you to say that to somebody interviewing. Mm-hmm. You got to hit open shots. Your team is down by <laughs> twelve points, and you went in there and said, "We got to hit open shots." Really? Tell me, just tell me that. Tell me, tell me when they go in the locker room, they're kicking sneakers over, dropping Gatorade bottles. Not saying you got to hit them open shots. <laughs> I can't believe that. I fail. They know they should. I fail to believe. No, they oh. need to interview fans in the stands. They got to go to the stands and bring them down. It, let, bleep it out. If they got to do a pre-record, do that. Do something. Even that, Steve, even that I wouldn't buy because we've, we've come to grips. Let's just be honest. Me and you had this conversation, Steve, how people be sweating and pining over the opposing players. I couldn't even imagine them interviewing some of these clowns at the Garden. What are they going to say? Oh, man, I wish we would have drafted Steph Curry 30 years ago. You know, no, I want to hear an honest answer. If they interviewed me, you know, the first thing I would say, can I talk to Leon Rose and World Wide West? Y'all want to hear me talk. I want to hear their ass. That's talk. actually good, too. That would be great. A halftime, a yeah. sit-down with Dominic and Leon Rose and World Wide West at halftime. Man, I like that. <laughs> I, would just ask him one, I would just ask him one question, Steve where we're going. I don't need you to tell me that uh, the, the, the terrorist movement in Afghanistan is building up. I just want you to tell me, where are we going? What's our plan moving forward? Because right now I'm confused as shit. I'm just being honest, Mr. West, Mr. Rose. I'm, I'm just a fan. I'm confused as hell. I'm, I'm kind of confused of how we went from that to this this quick. But, again, that's water under the bridge. Tell me where we're going. What's our plan moving forward? Not just we got to hit open shots after halftime. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm sorry. I don't mean to curse, but I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, hey, we're going to move Steve to the two, moves Ab to the three, something. Just say something. Even if you lie to me, just say something. Hey, Shelly, we're sorry. Something. Don't tell me, well, Thibodeau went in the locker room and said they got to hit open shots. What, that's the whole season? That's all y'all said all year, hit open shots. All right, what are we teaching? DYA? Come on, this is pro basketball. Enough of this bullshit. And enough of this blaming Thibodeau for every damn thing. Tonight was a perfect example. Play the kids. Play the kids. Their kids smoked our kids. We had fucking two points. All of them guys coming in off the bench by halftime. Out of here. They hit one shot. Thank God they went to the foul line. They hit one damn shot. Here's Memphis bench running a muck on us, and and the coach came out and said, we need to do better on defense. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thanks, Thanks for that answer, man. But anyway, Steve, as always, brother, I thank you. Normally, is going to get better, but I don't think yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, well, we got, I, think we, I think we got a live look in next week, man. I think we got the Nuggets next Wednesday. We'll probably be on during sometime during that game. Let's get Shelly's last thoughts and ask <laughs> you hell off, man. Shelly, final thoughts real quick. Knock it off the park. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> I'm still laughing at this. Got to hit open shots. You got to play right? better defense. <laughs> I was <laughs> crying. Uh, but, it's, but it's true. I mean, you know. When they come on with those, you know, interviews, I usually leave because they never say anything of importance. And and you want to know, like, where we're going and you want to talk to Leon Rose and those guys. I think they're not talking because they don't know where the hell we're going. They probably just as, you know, 
befuddled as we are. Um, and, and I was thinking, like, you know, if, if Julius Randle is not the team's leader, then who the hell is? I mean, who is? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's – but he's not – I mean, he's supposed to be the leader, but he's not taking that role, at least not this season. Last season, between the difference between last season and this season is just mind-boggling. You know, I can't believe that, you know, a lot of these played last year and the way they look this year, they're like it's like a totally different team. And, you know, we gave up defense when we brought in Fournier and Kemba, and I get it, and they're supposed to be here for offense, I suppose. Fournier looks like he's kind of delivering, but like I said, Walker's only good every third game or so. And I'm just sitting here shaking my head because I don't know where we go from here, and I don't know what we do, but if it was my choice, I would probably not be playing for this season and not be trying to groom the kids, you know, for next year. Because I don't see us going anywhere this year, so what's the point? You know, I mean, you got to play these guys because you're paying them. But I would like the last part of the game, if it's out of reach, play the kids. They can't hurt you any more than, you know, these starters are. But I'm still I'm just sitting here shaking my head because I don't get it. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're playing for. I don't know who the leader is on the court because it looks to me like we ain't got none. I don't see anything changing for the rest of the season unless, you know, and, and I know you don't want to blame the coach, but he got to shake up. He got to light a fire under the starters or something because they're just too complacent. So I, my feeling is if they sit somebody down and shake up that lineup, maybe, maybe the other four out there might come to life. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I would try anything at this point. It can't hurt. All right, cool. Shelly, good to hear from you. Nickelback Avenue fan four, man. Thank you so much for uh, joining us man, on Weekly Wednesdays. Uh, you know, your final yeah. thoughts. And Av, your final thoughts, sir, and then we we'll wrap up, man. Got to get going. Final thoughts, Av. Yeah, you, you, um, it, it, um, uh, you know what, bro? I used I I I was the same guy that earlier this season, um, actually in the beginning of the season, said that the Knicks would make the Eastern Conference Finals. I still believe that. I didn't say this year though. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, I don't think that I, I don't. I honestly feel that the Knicks are not even making the play-in. I don't think they're making the play-in. The um, if if I if I have to like um, really sit down and choose, you know, the reasons why is like because there's, there's not there's, it's not to say that the Knicks cannot go on on a hot streak now. I mean, well, I don't think it's going to be right now. It's probably going to be, you know, after this road trip, after the, after the All Star break. I'm pretty sure the Knicks will probably go on, on, on a couple of a couple of runs here and there, but I don't think that it'll be enough to, to get them even, to get them into the into the top ten under no circumstance. And see, that's that's a hard pill for, for me to swallow because coming into the season, you know. You, you know how amped we were, Steve. How all of Knicks Nation was so amped, following the, you know following the performance of of last season. How things have have gone from re, you know how, how things have gotten and how bad it's gotten. It's just astonishing to me. And there and, and there's just nothing being done. And just like Dom said, I would like to hear something from Leon Rose. I would love to hear from from Scott Perry and, and 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 Will Wesley. I would like to hear from the Knicks brass as to what the fuck are we doing? Are we playing for this season or are we not? Just let me know. Maybe, just maybe, I will. Let, I can then make a conscious decision on whether to invest so much of my time, so much of my energy, and then you know just actually sit back with no expectations, like a lot of Knicks fans do. And they can actually sit back and, re- and just enjoy the game. Because a lot of times I don't even get a chance to enjoy it because you're going through that, ner- that, that, that nervous wreck. But I have to calm myself down. As you can hear, 
I have a crying daughter in the background. My stitches might open if if if, if I ended up if, if I end up losing you know losing my shit right now. But it was a pleasure to come back and just shoot the shit a little bit, release some of the pressure. All stakeholders listening, stay true to yourselves. Nickelback ads on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Signing out. Nickelbacca Avenue, our source for the streets for the Knicks. To answer ask questions, um, I would say this. Um, the point guard situation, I mean, it's a broken record, but if you look at the over the last week of games, I expected to lose to the teams. Miami, Milwaukee expected to beat Sacramento. Did not expect to win against uh, Memphis tonight. But going on this trip, man, I, honestly, any win on the, in this trip is a good win, man. That's house money, despite the circumstances, uh, the the uh, the lack of consistent play for four quarters. The Knicks got to secure possessions. They got to cut the turnovers, and they just got to get back to the rotations. And I understand what Shelly is saying as far as play the youngest. What do you got to lose, man? That's what I've been saying. We got some guys on the bench who are probably eager to play. Like I said, I've been harping on McBride for two weeks. He, he's done his job. Him and Sims in the uh, G League. Like, what else you got to lose on this, man? But, you know, we'll be back next Wednesday, right? We got a play. Uh, I believe we got the uh, 9, o'clock, uh, 9 o'clock episode next week. Next Wednesday, we'll talk about it. Uh, Shelly, Dominic, Nickelbacker. I have Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Song Radio. So, ladies and gentlemen, Blee Blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, 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 blue,